Summer means many things to many people, but for us, it's surfing. Here in the landlocked prairies, we have long cold winters and oceanless summers, but that doesn't stop us from hanging tight. Welcome to Prairie Surfing, keeping dudes pitted on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary. got your radios dialed into the cosmic beach vibrations of prayer surfing broadcasting to you live every monday night from 10 to 11 p.m here in the prairies of calgary alberta calgary also being home to the traditional 
territories of the people of the Treaty 7 region. This place is known as Mokinsis, the traditional Blackfoot language. My name's Jay. I'll be hanging out with you for the next hour, playing some tasty radio waves and three-foot peelers to bring your Monday evening to a close on this balmy January the 22nd, 2024. Currently in Calgary, we're sitting at minus six degrees under cloudy skies with a wind of 20 kilometers per hour out of the south. But if you're feeling cold, the equatorial trade winds are bringing in some warmer weather for the week ahead. Tuesday's clone five, plus six with a mix of sun and cloud. Wednesday through Friday looking like plus four and sunny. And then a forecasted high of plus 15 and plus 16 over the weekend. So set some time aside to get outside and enjoy those cosmic solar vibrations. we got a stellar show lined up for you this evening, including some more overhead swells than what we usually get into. And we got a special guest, Adam Lauren of Mount Rushka, who we'll be talking to later on in the program. So stick around. Make your way down to the beach and hop into your finest bathing attire for an hour of primo surfing conditions. Kicking the show off out of Bermuda this evening, we heard from the Savages doing their track Gone to the Moon, recorded in 1966. We're going to keep things going. Some nice mellow vibrations from Inuk musician of the Northwest Territories, Willie Thrasher. Here he is with the track We Gotta Take You Higher on Prairie Surfing. Enjoy. We got to take you home. 
Listen live or play back your favorites anytime on the CJSW app, available for iOS and Android.
Threefa Peelers cruising in from the horizon here on the radio waves of Prairie Surfing. Thanks so much for stopping by and tuning in. Hopefully your week is off to a good start. Out of California, we just heard from Ty Seagal and White Fence from a 2012 collaboration. We heard the track called Time. In the middle of that set, out of Agadez in Niger, we heard some Saharan Tareg music from Etron de Lale. The track we heard was called Chingulen off the album Agadez, released in 2022. And out of the Northwest Territories, the one and only Willie Thrasher doing the track We Gotta Take You Higher at the top of the set. Into this, some brand new music out of Ontario from Daniel Romano, who's going to be playing in town as part of Block Eater later in February. Here's the track Field of Ruins on Prairie Surfing. Please and please not to be in bed 
Reaching low tide here on the radio waves with some potentially heavier radio waves than what you're maybe used to listening on the tropical beaches of prairie surfing. We just dropped out of the parquet courts doing the track Berlin Got Blurry from their album Human Performance. In the middle of the set we had Calgary Strip Mall doing the track Meat off their album Surrounding Area. And at the top of the set 
Daniel Romano with the track Field of Ruins. You'll be in town for Block Eater, February 16th. You've got your radios dialed into prairie surfing on this balmy January the 22nd. It's a special episode of Prairie Surfing. We have a most excellent guest in the booth this evening. Adam Warren is hanging out here at CJSW. Born and raised in Calgary, Adam is a longtime friend of the show, a passionate advocate and integral member of the snowboard and skate community, and also the owner of Commit Snow and Skate, one of the best, best shops out in Fernie, B.C., and the frontman of rock and roll band Mount Rushka. Based in the East Kootenays in Fernie, B.C., Adam is uh, in Calgary for the next little bit with his band Mount Rushka, recording a new album. And I saw this as an opportunity to introduce you to a personal inspiration of mine and someone who's making a pretty positive impact in the communities that he lives in. Adam, how are you? Aloha, Jay. Thank you for having me out to the beach today. Nice vibes. My pleasure. Um, can you kick us off with uh, telling telling us about what growing up in Calgary was like as a snowboarder and skateboarder in the eighties and nineties? Gosh, what a time! What a time to be alive. Um, Calgary was a great experience. It's it's a great city. It's incredible to see how many parks we have here now and how much the city has invested into those sports. You know, we're kind of going through the second revolution, or, uh, yeah, revolution of, of skateboarding. You know, here in North America, it's, it's cool to watch and seeing it in the Olympics and stuff. For me, a much different experience, you know. We were, we were the outcasts for sure, but we had our own culture and our own vibe. Um, you know, it was a beautiful thing. It was, this city had so many opportunities downtown at Olympic Plaza and, and with James Short and, you know, great little sea train network to kind of get you around to the spots. And then eventually, obviously, the construction of, of Millennium Park, which was kind of like an industry first and, you know, a buttload of concrete in, in our great city. So, but yeah, awesome vibes growing up and, and, a, and a great skate scene that still exists here. Amazing. Have, like coming back to it now, fifteen twenty years later, how do how have you seen it change? Or yeah, what what strikes you as being back in Calgary, seeing where snowboarding and skateboarding's at today? You know, I think one of the coolest things was uh, I remember Pascapoo, Ski Pascapoo. You know, it eventually became Canada Olympic Park, and you know we were right there at that time. You know, the beginning of the snowboard park. And, you know, having zones where, you know, only snowboarders were allowed in the park. You know, I remember Norquay had a, a Volkswagen bug parked up there, you know, with some wood and snow over top of it. And that was kind of one of the, one of the first jibs. And, you know, a lot of big names ended up coming out of Calgary in, in the snowboard scene. It was, it was a burgeoning time for the sport. And, you know, I do remember we ended up poaching a cat driver from, from Whistler. And came out to work at COP, and you just kind of knew that was going to be the beginning of something special. And you know, here we are, 20 years later, and you know they're they're hosting the 
the opens they're you know hosting massive events and they've they've got world-class facilities here in calgary yeah grateful to call this place home and yeah i think a lot has changed over that time but very appreciative for the resources and community that we have here but at the at the tender age of 18 you decide to leave town can you tell me about moving to Fernie BC and what yeah I guess starting commit and that journey that you went on as a young man had to go chase the frozen waves Jay <laughs> I had to go surf somewhere other than the prairies uh, we're so far from a beach here, but, you know, three hours down the road is a beautiful community, Fernie, British Columbia. At that time, you know, it was quite a small community. And, you know, it just this this epic powder haven, you know, with no lineups and, and just endless opportunity for, you know, snowboarders and skiers alike. It was just kind of spreading my wings, you know. It was it was a ski bum opportunity. It was something fun to do. While I was in high school, I, I started the brand Commit with two friends of mine, Spencer Pride and Logan Ford. And after high school, you know, we kind of went in three different directions. And eventually it, it you know, kind of propagated into me wanting to open up a snowboard shop. Um, 2006, you know, those dreams become reality and, and Commit went from you know, being ink on a t-shirt to being a full-fledged snowboard shop in one of the coolest mountain towns I can think of. Almost 20 years ago, 18 years of commit. That is so impressive. Um, what, what, like, I guess, could you speak to a sense of community that has emerged from commit and the... I guess the importance of skate shops and snowboard shops in small towns for supporting the arts and supporting, yeah, those communities to be them as more than just a more than just a retail store, but that sense of community that comes from the shop. Yeah, I, I think it's important what you mentioned, Jay, because you know we're losing arts and culture, and it's it's super disappointing, and and you know. Um, we're just going so fast these days and, and technology has allowed that. Um, our, our attention has allowed that. And, you know, I'd, I'd like to kind of see a, a rebirth of the beach and exactly what this show is all about and kind of slowing things down. You know, Fernie is this lovely place that, that during the pandemic we saw a lot of individuals from Calgary and other cities decide to move to to try out a bit of a slower lifestyle. But that lifestyle in Fernie is changing as well. Um, the sense that community and, and commit, I mean, the two go hand in hand, uh, commits always just believed in supporting the environment that it's a part of. And we continue to support Calgary as well and, and athletes globally. And, and, you know, we just, we love being a part of seeing something, whether, whether it's art, whether it's music, whether it's sport, we love seeing that, you know, go from, from a seed to a flower. You know, we could, that's like kind of the embodiment of commit right there. Love to hear it. I, I read a good quote from you when I was preparing for this about how everything that you've given to Fernie, it's given back tenfold in terms of, yeah, that sense of community and that sense of ownership and connection within the community. And I feel like that really speaks to 
yeah, the role that skate shops can play and how integral you are to that community and bringing people together and over that shared connection of yeah, skate and snow and that culture. I think it was essential to my development growing up. You know, the, the skate shop was a safe place to go. Uh, it, you know, also seemed like a very scary place to go growing up. And I think that culture's evolved for sure. I think that, you know, everybody welcome. And, uh, you know, long-haired, freaky people need not apply. That that rule's gone out the window, you know. It's 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 kind of cool in that, that regard. Um, the kooks, kooks only, no locals kind of vibes. You know, another little surf reference we can go with there, <laughs> spring break. How would you say the... Yeah, the skate shop scene has changed over that past 20 years because, yeah, it, 20, 2006 was a long time ago and very different attitudes around, yeah, inclusion and what that means when building that sense of community. I think the most difficult thing that I've seen while being a part of this industry for so long is is just how many, you know, mother and, and father, ma and pa shops have gone out of business and you know we've we've traded in the value of some of these community shops um you know to get a bargain or to get a deal and you know you got to ask yourself at what price um part of the reason that we love our community so much and part of the reason we give back so much is we want it to be a vibrant community filled with arts filled with music filled with culture you know we want it to be a gathering place for ideas and conversation and we're starting to lose some of that conversation as, as we see big business take place over over top of the Ma and Pa. Yeah, a tricky, tricky landscape to navigate. I feel like that is a great segue, though, into why you're in town this week. Can you tell me about, yeah, Mount Rushka and what the band's all about? Mount Rushka. Yeah, I mean, we're making classic rock out of the heart of the Rockies. You know, we've we've got old school kind of southern vibes going on. And, you know, we've got mixtures of, of grunge, um, you know, heavy duty focus on, on guitar and drums. And at the moment, we're out at OCL Studios just outside of Chestermere. And we're recording with producer Brian Moncars who has been an essential part of the music scene out in Toronto and across Canada and has worked with, you know, so many awesome Canadian artists and all sorts of Canadian studios. And, uh, you know, my band is made up of, of my wife, Alana, and our guitarist is Will Ripley, who's fairly famous in the guitar community himself. And our drummer is Mr. Aaron Wrench, just one of the kindest, hardest-hitting drummers on the planet, just a wonderful human. And we're out here producing an album, and we're really excited about doing it with somebody professionally and having that influence on our music to kind of tighten things up and, and make it more, you know, social, yeah, socially, like, acceptable, something for everyone to grab onto and have a listen to. Amazing. And this is your first time, first recorded album in the studio? We've been recording everything in what used to be a wood shop in Fernie on Mount Trinity, part of where half of the name comes from there. And, you know, everything goes well. It's, it's just we're, we're four adult humans with four adult lives. And two of the band members have two kids, which makes four kids. And Alana and I each own our own business. 
and it just makes it hard to to get together and actually you know press record and make magic so it's been incredible in employing uh ocl studios and and brian to you know make our our dreams become a reality and to get that music out to the public love to hear it how have the uh the first few days in the studio been going it's been good time so far so good there's there's always some gremlins in the studio we're recording on a very cool board it's it's from the 1970s and um yeah ocl's got a great little setup out there but you know there's there's cords going to everything and and multiple amps on everything and and set up you know gave us a bit of a bobble at the start there but we're off to the races we completed our second track today and we're here for eight days to do 10 tracks so we'll see what we get done nice that sounds like a good program where can people go to find more of your music or learn more about mount rushka best place to help us out go to mountrushka.band and we've you know we've got merchandise we've got music on there but most of your streaming platforms uh, if you type in mount rushka m-o-u-n-t-r-u-s-h-k-a you will find us on there. We have four tracks that were produced, you know, by ourselves in uh, the old wood shop on Mount Trinity. And soon to have more. It looks like March is going to be our release date for this. Love to hear it. Um, great. Well, any any final words on, yeah, thank you, shout outs. The floor is yours. Thank you to CJSW. I, I think it's so incredible that, you know, we, we keep a product like this and that, you know, we, we still have volunteers and, and creators that are willing to come in and do radio. It's, you know, it's, it's an incredible thing. I, I, I think it's a, not a lost art, but it's an art that we don't want to lose. I think, I think, um, thank you to you, Jay. It's so good to see you. Thank you for having me in the studio today. This is awesome. Yeah. Loved having you on, Adam. Thanks for making the time to uh, come and hang out. It's been great. Thank you. We're going to head to a track from Mount Rushka here. Here's Moonlight on Prairie Surfing.
thinking about when a jock cries makes me want to cry too. It's sad and it's funny to see muscle men feel blue. They're meant to be so tough, but even sometimes they've had enough. Zero love on the courts. Sporting old short shorts and icy coaching hockey. Getting knocked out like Rocky Spring in the ring. Don't tell me there's no such thing. surfing to a close for another week out of vancouver we just dropped out of jock tears doing the track jock tears off the album jock tears on top of that we had massenger out of california with the track fula colonese released in 2012 out of washington dc we had x hex doing the track don't want to lose they played sled island quite a few years ago but great live show we heard the track don't want to lose off the album rips from 2014 now the top of the set we heard from mount rushka out of fernie bc doing the track moonlight and prior to that we were talking to adam lauren of mount rushka if you want to check out any more of their music you can head to mount rushka.band or find them on any of the internet streaming social media whatever people are doing on their phones these days you can probably find it thanks so much for adam for coming in and if you missed that you can always head back to the cgsw website cgsw.com or wherever you find your podcasts to listen into that interview to close the show off we're gonna head to zambia this evening to hear from the Ngozi family in the track We Want to Give It to Her off the album Day of Judgment released in 1976 Be sure to stay tuned for Radio Free Transylvania coming your way in five or so minutes and thanks so much for stopping by the beach we'll catch you here next week same time, same place bringing you some tubular radio waves every Monday night and be sure to enjoy those plus 15 temps this weekend. Closing the show off with Ngozi family. Thanks for tuning in, and peace out, dudes.
she likes her money. I don't want no kisses. She's a no good girl. Some money, I'm gonna give some money. Money's hanging the 